Welcome to the Guardians of the Spectrum podcast. In this episode, we talk about the do's and don'ts for theme park attendants. How can they improve and make the experience more accessible for all special needs families? Wrapping up the episode with our own theme park survival tips. Hope you enjoy. Yes. <laughs> of course you started with that. <laughs> Oh my god. You gosh. were ready. You were I was, ready. I was not ready for that one, actually. <laughs> I was not ready for that one. Oh. Yes, we're looking forward to a good uh, weekend. weekend. Uh, we're going to treat the children to Legoland uh, for their birthdays, something that they've been wanting to a do. Birthday break. Woo-hoo. That we did a little last year? We did. Yeah, we yeah last year. year. Yeah. Uh, and we had a great time, and now we're going again for the twins' birthday. Yeah, we're staying at the so. Legoland Hotel. Oh, yeah. So it'll be fun. Uh, But uh, while at Legoland, because we have passes, uh, we've noticed that Legoland is very just like inclusive uh, to the special needs world. They like to shout out the special needs world uh, Mm -hmm. in many different ways. I don't know if it's shouting out, though. I think it's just more creating an inclusive space. Okay. I think. I mean, I yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, because it's like it's not like it's just people with like disabilities that are presented it's like all types of people all different types of colors oh no i feel that but i feel like that isn't represented in a lot of theme parks true you know that's why that's why i said like like a shout out i feel like it's it you know because i feel like you know you know people in general get shouted out you know but that's like a specific like call out to somebody who like is, who is in a wheelchair you know like we see somebody in a wheelchair what was another one that you saw you saw um a uh, young lady, like, Lego minifigure with a seeing eye dog and a yes. cane and dark glasses. And... Yes. So, and and by shout out, I mean, like, that's that's just, a, like, a way of inclusion, you know. That's, yeah. That's not, not, like, trying to single anyone out, like, in a bad way, but just more just, like, hey, like. They're including yes, them. Yes. This is inclusion. <laughs> that's, that's what I was getting. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, so I've seen, you know, and then I don't know where we saw it. Uh, it I swear we saw it in, like, a pamphlet. Or something like that. Something autism-related, uh, like sensory-friendly type of like. I think that they were publicizing that their staff is trained. Oh, that's what it was. I think that's when, what we saw. Yeah, and that was when we were in Arizona at the Legoland, yes. uh, the Legoland Discovery, Discovery Center. Center. Mm-hmm. Yes, sorry, I got a little. I got them a little confused. Yeah, our little yeah. guys still talk about that one. Yes, uh, and that place, Center. that place was awesome because we, Super you know, great. yeah, because they literally had that on the pamphlet when you opened it, yep. like. That their staff is trained uh, in in just in, inclusive practices for people with autism yes. because like even you could tell even by the way they did their videos and volume, it was at a volume that wasn't like overwhelming, right? Overwhelming, like sensory, it was very overloaded. spread out. Yeah. They had a sensory room, like where it would, like deprived the sound of the other spaces, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of different ways to interact with the space, which was really cool. Yeah, that was a, and that that was just a cool spot in general because yeah. you got, you know, all these different like themed Lego rooms at this place. They had like a big play, giant playground place that yes. was like a room too. Yeah, uh, where you can you had buildings like a place where you could build stuff, race things, jump around. Um, what else? A dance room. <laughs> they had a dance room. They had a. Uh, classroom where it was kind of like they would go and teach you to build stuff, right? Yeah, or, they yeah, did. Every like, like 30 minutes. Yeah. That was really cool. And that one's in Arizona, yeah. the, the Legoland Discovery Center. We were super pumped. We were out there for my graduation. Yeah. We didn't know that was there. We're like, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think Legoland, that whole company has done a really good job. 
yeah. of being inclusive and even their disability pass services is so smooth. That's been like an amazing experience. So smooth. We've been to many different theme parks and we've had and we've you know, typically when we're at theme parks we get these passes. Right. And so, so. the pass itself, what it is, is because our our children with their autism have a hard time waiting in lines and so what this does is it allows us to get like a time and then we can come back yeah so um, this, the line is still there it's just right. you take out the actually having to stand there with everyone else because in you know cramped and loud and yeah every time that happens yeah. literally like a minute or two into it it's uh it's, and, and our, it's, all it's three of time. them have autism so two might be okay but then one might be triggered by something yeah. Or, you know, overstimulated or tired or whatever. And often we have a chain reaction with <laughs> Oh, yes. So the line waiting is really difficult. So in order for us to be able to enjoy the park like everyone else, um, we do our waiting other places. And yeah. so it could be like at Legoland, you could, the kids could be digging for dinosaur bones while they're waiting to ride the coaster. Yeah. Or we can go and get a scoop of ice cream or watch a show while we're waiting for the dragon. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and so, oftentimes we're doing but, that. But but our, I think what has stood out the most with them is, like, it's no questions asked. Like, it's, hey, my son has autism, and I would like to get the disability pass. And they ask the name, the age of the student of the child, and then, you know, yeah. we're on our way. Where other places, it's like... Oh, we've had to, like, Like, we get the fifth degree. <laughs> like, yeah. positive intentions are not there. Like, uh, like a... <laughs> Not Sperry Farm, for example. Yes, we've had which has so many issues. Been with them. our worst experience. Worst dealing, by far. Dealing with getting these passes, so we had we've had uh, season passes mm-hmm. at Knott's for a few years. Yeah. We had done it um, pre-pandemic. Yeah, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. We were, we got into a really good groove of going there in the aquarium of the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because with headphones yeah. and tablets, we were able to do some of these things we weren't able to do in the past. Yeah. Um, and Knott's for a long time was one of the best places for us to visit. And then recently, so like I would think it was right after the pandemic when they reopened, they yeah. redid their guidelines, I guess. And yeah, it wasn't posted uh, and these, these weren't even written and... guidelines. These were like these these were verbal guidelines. It seemed like because mm-hmm. we found no written record of any kind of right. like guidelines. Yeah, um, they were saying like we because we have so to paint some pictures, we have a child that can ride roller coasters, and then we have two little ones at the time who would live in Camp Snoopy. Like, yeah. that was all they could do in the train. Yeah. And so, in in all, like, transparency, we would need two passes, essentially, in case they wanted to split up, mm-hmm. right? Like, one for the little ones, and then one for the older child. But they made up some policy that, like, verbal, again, could not find this in writing anywhere, that we couldn't have two passes because we were all part of the same party. And stuff, and so they gave us a yeah. really hard time. And they limited the actual number of people that you right. could have on a pass. So our party was too large for, for the pass that they actually provided us. Right. So we couldn't even do like we couldn't even experience like the park as a family, as a family. according yeah. to their guidelines. Yeah, it was not great. So, uh, um, and even their guest service wasn't great in resolving the issue. Oh yeah, they the the guest mm-hmm. service person actually wasn't even nice. We did encounter some nice people absolutely, after, absolutely. Um, but the person that we were dealing with was horrible, and we actually had encountered her multiple times. Yeah, because, not great. Yeah, I think the word that comes to mind is just insensitive. It did feel that and, way. And, I, yeah. and so here's another perspective, right? Because I could hear someone saying like, well, what about people that take advantage of it? And I'm like, yes, those people do exist. They do. They don't have a disability and they play the system 
and they get the pass anyway because you don't have to show documentation. So I get it. Those people do exist. But this is now making it harder for a family that actually has three individuals with a disability. And, yeah, so it's like that one person is ruining it for Yeah, that still doesn't make it everyone. okay to, like, not... Yeah. Like, that That wouldn't make it a good argument for them to say, you know. Yeah, so, you know, when going to Knott's Berry Farm, <laughs> um, split your group up accordingly. Make sure yeah. you don't have more than five people on a pass. Yeah, that's the trick <laughs> when being there because... Um, yeah, don't show up to that place uh, like, together. together because they'll yeah. try to call you out. Um, <laughs> show up separately like you don't know the other people in your party yeah. because they yep. show no mercy. For sure. <laughs> um, and that's a place we love because we, uh, you know. I mean, that's where we met. Yeah, that's where we met. So, <laughs> once upon a time. Our love story goes all the way back that way. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's not, we don't not go there now because of that but that didn't make it harder to enjoy yeah. we're now just too far but yeah. so now uh, it's less it's a it's a less desired choice for us agreed so yeah. we can you know we have the option obviously legoland's where we're at most of the time and uh, for sure. uh due, due to uh, uh my my lovely sister uh and uh, and brother-in-law <laughs> disney disneyland disneyland's kind of in the <laughs> middle i would say it's a little bit harder day to pass but it's still they're so kind and so nice they're all the time yeah, it's um, it's definitely a process. They don't give you really much of a hassle, but no, you do. No, but you do have you, to answer questions. Yeah, and, you have. Know. Yeah, you have to describe symptoms and things like that, or what uh, possibilities of things that happen, and uh, you know, and it, it can, can be uncomfortable. It can. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. I can tell you this because I'm typically the one that does it. It's uncomfortable for me to go and do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, it maybe it shouldn't be uncomfortable for me to have to go say that, but also, should I have to go say that? You know, yeah. Um, question but yeah, for our it's, audience: Like, yeah, should we have to describe in detail what the disability is for our children or for yeah. ourselves? Yeah, you know, I mean, I get it. You know, there has to be there has to be transparency, but you know, yeah. where where is that line drawn? So and there I guess to that's be a system, and I think it also you know, depends. That's a good on, topic for discussion. Yes, yeah. and I think it also depends on delivery too. So, like, if someone is coming at me in an accusatory way, like I am trying to work the system, I'm going to be more sensitive. Yeah. To yeah. that conversation as opposed to like, oh, okay, I'm so glad you're here. You know, what about your little one? What what makes it difficult for them? What does that look like? Yeah. As opposed to like all these third degree questions that we've gotten before. Oh, um, yeah. It's just very uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is very uncomfortable. Doesn't but it? even though, so a, a, a message to those who are like me, who are people pleasers and don't like to ruffle feathers. At that point, like when you're going to a theme park, ask for what you need. Yeah. You know, and if you're given a hard time, ask to speak to someone or see the policy so that way you're informed. Yeah. Um, Because that's within your rights and your kid deserves to have a good time just like any other kid. Yeah. And And just like in the school system, if there's support needed, this is a form of support that that the park is providing for you. To provide an equitable experience for you, you or your child. Yes. So ask for what you need, folks. Ask for what you need. (laughs) Exactly. Are you sick exactly. of me yet? No, never. Never. Let's talk about some tips. What yeah. what what have we learned in our many years of theme parking with kids with special needs? Yeah, so I What's think our tips? if it's a place you know you're going to visit often, passes 100,000% is what we recommend. Oh yeah. Because then there's no pressure, right? I don't know if anyone out there has felt that pressure of like, "Oh my goodness, I spent $125 per person to be at this really fancy theme park." 
Disneyland. Because um, <laughs> it's so expensive, but it's worth it. Every penny. Um, and we're at this really expensive place. I want to make sure we get the whole experience. And then that stress, what we've learned the hard way, then stresses out the kids. We're not listening and hearing what our kids need. And it's just stressful. And then you're standing in the middle of, you know, the Esplanade yelling at your kid, this is the happiest place on earth. Like, yeah. you, better, you better smile, child. <laughs> like, that is not, that is not. So if you have the choice. Facts, by the way, that's been seen by me. I, I, you've seen that too, right? I have. Yeah. yeah. And I experienced that as a child. Oh, yes. I was yelled at with those exact words. Sorry. Love you, parents. Um, uh, we probably deserved it. Um, <laughs> being little, not grateful children. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. you want to eliminate yeah. that stress and, is just so if, big. And if it's not a pass, so what we did last year is we bought a multi-day ticket. So we could do it at the pace of our kids. Yeah, that's um, a good way to so do like it. So if it's not really in your budget or your schedule to go often to make a pass worth it, just do a couple days. You know, yeah. that way you're not stressed to get everything done and in if you, one day. And if you can't, I mean, either way, you should be getting at, you know, you should be getting that, assistance I guess, pass. assistance pass yep. uh, or, you know, whatever form it is at whatever park mm-hmm. you're at. But uh, there is some sort of pass that should uh, yeah, and should that be should there to help. help lower the stress. Yes, yeah, of your day. So that's another one. So a pass or a multi day ticket, the gap or guest assistance pass. Yeah, um, most of our most of these theme parks that we go to, I know this is kind of a simple one, but snacks we have like yeah. snacks galore. I mean, that's any child really, I guess. Yeah, and, and think, check but... obviously check the theme park first. Um, but the ones that we attend, as long as they're not in glass, we're good to go. Yeah, I mean, headphones everyone... are a must for our kids. Even now, like we've gotten more comfortable because they're more tolerant of like noises and things, and we've gotten there, and our kid our kid will ask, and we forgot them. Yeah, because so, we it, yeah. yeah, it's that it's that uh. It's just that ease. They've become so chill mm-hmm. uh, that when they need it, like... It's like we just weren't ready. Time, we didn't, yeah, we don't have it anymore. So. Yeah. Um, when they're at the house, we forgot them. It's not as much of a priority. Yeah, your child's preferred, like, redirection toys. Like, for us, it's iPads. Um, yeah. When they're overstimulated, we would give them... We don't even need to bring them with us anymore, which is a huge victory. Yeah. Off, nowadays, like I feel like it's a lot of, like lego or some sort of like stuffed mm-hmm. animal or something like something that. that brings them comfort um so like the headphones are great the comfort toy whether it be a tablet or you know their favorite music or uh stuffed animal that's definitely something we recommend um yeah yeah we actually this is kind of related we travel with a toilet Yes, that's yeah, a good one. That's yeah. a big one. I mean, that I think that's just a travel travel that's thing a travel in general. Tip in general. Yeah, we. But, uh, yeah, but it's our... like one of those little potty training toilets mm-hmm. for, for the kids. That and a trash bag with some toilet paper will save your life. It will because <laughs> at least for our boys, they have a really hard time communicating what they need ahead of time. Like there's not a lot of pre planning, and so if you have little ones who yeah. are just freshly potty trained, that's the same special needs or not so that's been a lifesaver so we'll do that before we even go in and family restrooms oh yes family restrooms is probably another big find those (laughs) most places have those now yes so that's a that's been a huge blessing because we're a family of five and so waiting in that line and then trying to keep your eyes on, on the kids if they go with you or vice versa but yeah family restrooms highly recommend those yeah, it doesn't make a huge difference. Yeah, hand sanitizer. We take that everywhere because they touch everything. Gross. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> wipes, like the wipes. Yeah, we do take wipes Baby everywhere. wipes, we bring those with us. 
Um, but yeah, and then just, I think the biggest thing is just a, a positive attitude, a go-with-the-flow attitude. Your patience. <laughs> yeah, because I think w- way early on for us, it was like a schedule, a routine. That's just my personality, and I own it, and I'm trying to get better. It's a problem. Um, being flexible <laughs> is really, really important because, you know, you may have three little guys who just want to go and see the 4D movie instead of ride the roller coaster that they've been talking about all week. Go with their flow, you know? Yeah. So there's lots of different ways you can approach it, but have fun, positive attitude. And I think we might even put up a list on the website. Yeah, we should. If you're planning a trip, check it out. Definitely. And we'll post about ours. (laughs) Sounds great. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more info about autism, links to all our social media accounts, as well as more of our podcasts at guardiansofthespectrum.org. We'll see you next time.